21. Actually, we rocks paper Savage. Scissors. Oh, shit. One, two, three, shoot. Got you again, I bro. think it's 4 2 now. 4 2. Damn. Damn, son. Damn, son. Jay came back real quick, son. It's not Jeff, over yet, yeah, we have to understand. Jeff was talking mad shit like, oh, I'm the king of rock, paper, scissors. I not, am. It's not over yet. Not, I mean, when's this gonna, is this an infinite game of rock, paper, scissors? Probably. What happens if it gets like a hundred and a hundred and one, and and I won the majority of them over the time span? That means there's two hundred episodes. It's a lot of episodes. Many years. Many, many years. Well, that'd be like that'd be like four years. Yeah, four years of rock, paper, scissors. It's not a bad game. Well, we hope we you guys stick around that long. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be in our fifties. No, son. So what's up, dude? Uh, a lot. I mean, been a crazy couple weeks. Um, How's it felt? It felt great though. I'm like I'm full back in the swing of things. Like I fully like. Oh, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm fully in it. I yeah, I'm ready to go. Like it's just it just went like so fast. I think I'm busier now than I was pre-COVID. Like as far as like just being overwhelmed or maybe it just feels that way yeah i mean i'm 100 percent busier than i've ever been well you you changed roles though also i did but yeah not in terms of going out wise but in terms of booking tables wise because we had so many venues to book tables for before it was just now you're just you you were particularly working on one night and now you're working on multi almost multi nights well multi venues multi venues multi nights yeah Sorry, guys. Got yeah. something in marbles in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a question of the week. Yeah, man. I love it. Really? Can I get some headphone action? Or is it my ears blocked? Your ears are blocked. Oh, hi. Awesome. Thanks. Shout out to Hurley. Hurley always comes it. through. Big shout out to Hurley. We have to change dates when we record. You know, yeah. Hurley's there. He's there. What a guy. What a guy. How's the eye, Hurley? Looking better? Yeah, it's all gone. Scar's no, no longer there. Oof, I kind of wish I had something to talk about, though. <laughs> Jason can give you a punch in the head or something <laughs> next time. <laughs> I'll give you something to talk about. I'll give you something to talk about. <laughs> do, do, do. No more singing. We can get a flag for copyright. Because I sound so much like Bonnie Ray. Is that who sang that song? Yeah, Holy was, shit. That was pretty good. That's pretty good. One time for me. Yeah. All right. Question of the week. What is it? So thanks for sending the questions. As we say it every week, thank you guys for sending the questions in. Yeah, keep it coming. Who brings the better vibes, the house crowd or the hip-hop crowd? Now, recently, 
you've done in the past couple of months, you've done 50. <laughs> yeah. Rick Ross. Yeah. And then you've 180 it. Alesso. Yep. Who else? Fajos. Uh, EDX the other night. EDX, yeah. Mm. So what do you like better? Or I shouldn't I, say I what do you say, like. I, I, I know you can't say what do you like better. I can't say which one I like better because they're both two. It's like comparing apples to oranges. Give me the rundown. I have to be honest. With the hip-hop crowd, well, when you have an artist, right, it's yeah. a different setting, right? Right. If it was just me DJing without an artist, it would be different. DJing when you have an artist in the building sucks. Because they're just waiting for the artist and they not They don't want to hear you. They just want to see the artist. So right. you have to fight to win them over. Now, if it was my regular night and I'm going in and DJing and shit, yeah. I'm, I am I got it. You know what I mean? Right. I literally have to fight to, like, the Get opener. Attention yeah, the, the opener a couple weeks ago at the Grand when I was with, oh, when I was with Jack Harlow. He, he was like, I'm having so much trouble. You're like, don't worry about it, bro. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it because there's nothing you could do. Nothing. And then I got on and I fucking won him over. I can't tell you exactly what I did. I just do what I do. Throw shit at the fucking right. wall and whatever sticks, sticks. At, you have to there's you have to take those chances because if you don't take those chances, you're not going to really know what's working. Mm. You know what I mean? So you have to like dip and dive like... Sometimes I'll play a song and it'll fall flat, but I know I got something right behind it that right. will pick that up. So, so you have to be, you have to have the game plan. So if you're gonna take a chance on a record, you have to know have that this, yeah, you know right this record might not work, but the one after it totally will, no matter what. So, and if they, and if they feel that record that you were worried about, then you could open up the channel a little bit bigger. Right. All right. So here it is. We're not talking about guests. We're not talking about All opening. Right. We're talking about your headlining a house night. You're headlining a hip hop. All night. right, this is easy because you could just be playing hip hop and just be crushing it, and people are gonna want to hear specific things or specific songs, and it's hard to. To hit, give them all that shit, right? Mm -hmm. When you're DJing a house part, like when you're DJing house music, they appreciate that genre. Right, right. So there is no bad song. Got it. And what, it's I'll easier to take answer. people on a journey with house music because you they have these huge buildups and you keep it there for a little while and then you just play something a little weird. Like me, I, I, I try to play something weird within that house stuff. right. So I always try to incorporate something that you wouldn't necessarily be accustomed to hearing played with house music. And that's what gives it a little texture and changes the vibe a little bit. And then you hit them back or you bring it down, you play some slower stuff. You know, you could take them a little bit more on a journey and they appreciate it a little bit more as far as house, you know, house crowd goes that's, to a hit. That's an guy. amazing answer. I thought you were going to go the... Uh Opposite way, I'm glad we we now know the answer to this. It's easier to please a house crowd because they're more there for the genre, not specific songs. A hip-hop crowd, no matter what. They want to hear the hottest shit. But that's a young crowd. When I play the lounges like in New York or I'm with doing Toka Tuesdays or something like that with Tony yeah. Touch, shout out Tony Touch, like that's like playing a house music right. vibe because those people are appreciating that music. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm headlining at one of our big venues and I play something like, I wish I was a little bit taller, yeah. you know what I mean? By Skilo, like it would fall flat. Right. But if I play that at Tony's party, everybody like, Oh 
oh my god like yeah. so playing those kind of parties is a little different than playing like a big venue hip hop crowd it's a great answer but by the way you do when you say you play stuff a little differently i did hear you the other night and at the end of the set you were playing sesame street which is pretty awesome oh i mixed sesame street in uh with uh uh, and in Paris, yeah. Jay Z and Kanye Paris record, yeah. N word in Paris, yeah. yeah, that was pretty dope. I'm trying to, that's so hard to be like. It sounds so weird being so PC, but well, you gotta be PC. You have to. I wouldn't say that anyways, but it's just weird saying N words in Paris. <laughs> it's just so awkward. To how how to get how to get to Paris. 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 Rick's, Rick's slacking today. That was awesome, man. So, so thank you for question yeah, of the man. week. You know, keep those questions coming, yeah, guys. We love them. Hit us on our our uh, Instagrams, or you can email us at I'm the promoter. He's the DJ at gmail.com And I even get to find out more info about Jason. I thought I knew everything, but I guess not. Sometimes his answers surprise me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tough sometimes with that hip hop crowd because, to be totally honest with you. We've discussed this previously in the podcast about how some of these TikTok songs aren't even out. I can't, yeah. you can't even get them. They're just TikTok like meme songs, and like people think they're actual music. So they'll ask you for one of those songs, and then you don't have it. They right. like that kind of like puts them in. Like, why does this guy have this song? Mm-hmm. House exactly. people aren't going to say, "Well, why is he playing this Eric Pride's record?" Right, right. You know what I mean? It's a difference. It's a difference there. So I like it. But again, a hip hop party like Toka Tuesdays, rock, or, or it's rocking. like in Williamsburg or someplace cool that's like has a little bit more of a vibe and not so much a club. It's about the music. Clubs are about the scene, and parties are more about the music. And that's how, like, when you have a house party, it's a house party. Wow, that's good. <laughs> That's really good. Because you're going to have people that come out on Saturday don't even care or know who the DJ is, and they just want to you, go to the club. You just differentiate between a party and a club. That's pretty awesome. You we, didn't really know I was that good, Leave you? it on that. My mom said to me, she goes, you know so much. And I'm like, what? I don't really feel as though I do. I don't toot my own horn that much. Sometimes you do. Sometimes I do. Oh, like I yeah. did with this intro. <laughs> yes. Yes, son. One of the best segments ever Jeff brought to the table Yelp reviews with Jeff Let's go We've got a Yelp review from Parker N Parker N He actually gave it two stars No, it's not even a one star review So this is going to get interesting then Parker N says To put it bluntly It is all you get if you are 18 And wanting an 18 plus hip hop club That is the only reason why I've come back a, A couple times the security guards are assholes. Again, the security guards always always doing this. Always taking a hit. Sorry, guys. We love you so much. Security guys are assholes. One time, I had a water bottle, and one approached me. I told him it was <laughs> I was underage, and oh, it was water. He took it and smelled it, then told me I had to go home. I walked around the block and came back to the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. I like Parker. Smart. He didn't give up. He didn't give up. Another time, I was wearing these bedazzled sandals. You're definitely not getting in. And a guard came to me and my friend said, we couldn't enter because of our shoes. I just shot him a really look. And he said, "Uh, hold on, let me get you a waiver. They scanned our ID so we could wear open-toed shoes. 
Question mark. It's a cheap club that thinks they are better. However, if you are 18 and somewhat broke, this place is what you have to live with. The music is good inside and the people inside are always fun. Water is $5, but my nasty self always just steals cups and fills us up in the bathroom. Damn, wow. Son. Parker's resourceful. First of all, he gets back in line. Second of all, Parker's a sneak. He really wants to party. He must be one of those guys that really wants to dance. I mean, his bedazzled sandals say no more. He wants everybody to see his little shoes, little shoes oh, hopping little around. Parker. Little Parker. What's Verity? Here we go. There's oh, Verity? Oh. Ooh, that's a dope. It's like Verity. <laughs> but Verity. So Verity. <laughs> that's a sick DJ name. Verity. No, Verity. Verity. DJ Verity. What is Verity? Variety? I don't know. I just made, yes. Yeah. It's the it's close. It's the it's the Jason Smith word for variety. <laughs> it's true. Jason Smith English. <laughs> Verity says, "Don't go to this place unless you're best friends with rappers, celebrities, millionaires, <laughs> and you're really with them literally." I got invited to an everyone welcome release party. I got dressed up really nice, got my makeup done professionally. Damn. So did my friend. The bouncers made us wait outside four hours freezing under the pretense we could get in. I even offered him a hundred bucks for me and my friend to get us in. Not even that. He made us wait like a psychopath. Then last minute he says, sorry, you're not on the list to get in. I told him the party said you don't need an invitation or to be on a list. He said, okay, hold on. Then just wait in line. So he sucked it up, not to sound like complainer and whiny girls. Then the last five minutes, the club's about to shut down. <laughs> They're still there. <laughs> the, the bouncer whispers to me, you got his got 100 for each of us so we can sneak you in. Like, you got to be kidding me. You must think I'm an idiot. Avoid this satanic Illuminati nightclub <laughs> at all costs. These people are all soulless people who would sell their soul for money. All stuck-up snobs with money who would walk around like Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian, literally. We basically wasted four hours of our life waiting in line. Thanks a lot, you evil people. Hopefully karma is lurking around. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, they waited four hours. Four, that's the hundred dollars is is pretty is a is a pretty standard to that's, to, standard, that's, a, yeah. that's a standard door guy. Yeah, that's a standard. I, I'm not mad at that, but four hours, ladies, get the fucking point. You ain't getting in the door. Oh. I mean, if I have to wait more than two, you minutes, think they should fire their makeup artist, their professional makeup artist? Yeah, that's probably what that's it was. Probably might be it. Or they had uh, or they, or they had Parker and shoes on, <laughs> the bedazzled sandals. You want to hear what Rosie G has to say? Of course I do. Rosie G says, one star. This club was cool, but I saw some bartender girl spit inside a large glass bottle before she filled it with soda. And that's fucking disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if Rosie G was just mad. You think some girl really did that? I mean, at a bar like that? Maybe you, you, think her, you think her ex-boyfriend works there And she just made it Ooh. up Or she was I think there's Maybe a lot. her ex-boyfriend ordered a drink Ooh. And she was the bartender Was his ex-girlfriend And she's like Fuck this dude <laughs> Maybe these are called revenge yelps Dude I, I like that The second to last one by Verity Was very long and very uh, 
sociopaths. You said they're soulless people. Satanic Illuminati nightclub. Yo, yeah. this was that was like very interesting one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. She Thanks went for the depth. details. Yeah. Well, I mean, standing in four hours in line, I mean, she had to write something. She probably wrote that while she was in line. <laughs> yeah, she probably wrote it right in line. Oh man. Uh, you ready for a little entertainment news? Yeah, I see that we're going to leave off. I mean, we're going to start off where I was talking about last week yeah, about the tea painting. Absolutely. Well, we started to talk about it last week, but Jeff said he wanted to wait till this week because he, we thought there was going to be some more developing news. So has there been any more developing news since a, that? A tiny bit, but I, I mean, it's really... You thought it was going to... I it, thought it was going to explode a little bit more. I think It he, did I, explode, though, by the way. Yes. Oh, no, I agree on that. It also has to do with that... I think it's Netflix, whatever it's called. This is Pop or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the first episode, I think. So we'll go yeah. over the timeline, and then we can go into detail. The timeline is on that show and why this started Oh, I didn't see about. the T-Pain uh, episode yet. So this is from the T-Pain episode of the Netflix show. Right. So okay. it's, I think it's called This is Pop or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. So Usher does a, a thing where he says in 2013, he told T-Pain... That he really fucked up music for real singers doing his auto tune, and that comment, yeah, T Pain says that it started a four year depression for me. So people were kind of mad about that. That Usher, uh, that Usher said that, and it causes depression and all that stuff. Yeah, I understand. I would. That was pretty fucked up for him to say. Yeah. No, not only that, but behind the scenes, Usher should know. T-Pain can actually sing his ass off. 100% you should know that too. But I because think Because T-Pain can sing, yeah. But they they're still friends and they they talk about this the issue to the day and it, he didn't mean it like that. He just like I think T-Pain took it too literally of what of his That's why you term. have to be careful the way you express yourself Agreed. or express things to other people cuz it can Agreed. be taken out of context very easily. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that through therapy right now. Yeah. Shout out my therapist. <laughs> so then the second part goes on because it's everything's on t-pain now yeah so t-pain had this great rant flip out about everybody copying him and the quote says you know when your shit sounds what is it right here yeah you know, you know when your shit sounds like somebody else's shit he begins you're making it because you're in the studio like What's the number on one record right now? We need to make another one like those. And I have something to say about that before we go on. Go ahead. I say the same thing to people. So people will bring me music to, like, check out. Like, they're like, yo, can you listen to this? Mm -hmm. And if you're making a record that sounds like a record on a radio right now, you're failing for a few reasons. One, by the time your record could get to the point where it could be on radio, that sound has already changed to something else. Right, right. Not only that, but it just shows you you don't you're not a real artist because I shouldn't say that. I take that back. You're you still be artist, but create your own lane. Mm -hmm. That's why T Pain popped off so much because he created something that wasn't there already. No, he might have taken influence from other elements, but he didn't fully copy it. And and 
that's what I have to say about that. You can't. You have to still find your own lane. You have to stay true to yourself too. I agree on that. You can't just copy stuff. And so, doctor, the third part of this is that Dr. Dre entered the, this. Oh, this see, whole I thing. didn't even know that. So, okay. So this is the third part, and this is where I thought that more artists would take different sides. In Dr. Dre, Godfather. Wait, said, did we explain what T Pain said on to get this whole thing started yet? And he says, you know, when your shit sounds like somebody else's shit, he says, oh, yeah, that's but, what he said. Yeah, but in right. the rant that I saw on Instagram, he's talking about how the music's so bad right now. Yeah, yeah, he was saying that, but it's, yeah. That's why I think this all started popping off because he was complaining about. Well, so I, I think he was doing a contest or something on his mm -hmm. Twitch or some Instagram. Where oh, people saw, oh, producers people maybe sending in stuff or sending something, in right? stuff, and he's like, everything sounds the exact same. And oh, that's he must have drive yeah. the, and, and then he just lashed. I was like, you guys are fucking driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he must have been like listening to the oh same sound God, over and over could again. Could you imagine, yeah. dude? No, I, I go imagine. through that uh, when I have to go through these record pools to download music i'm kind of anal about it i just don't go oh i know this artist i'll right. pick that i listen to almost every single one because wow. there might be something in there that's not popping yet that i can break right, right. Be like oh this will fit in nice with this or something and that's why i play different shit than other people because i play shit that could be different right right and i have to listen to a lot of shit that must be a lot and it's like i've listened to i could there's a list a folder that I have to go through like once a month, and then one of the within that there's subfolders of genres. It'll be like a hundred like house records, <laughs> and I'll like pick two out of like a hundred. Really, that's like insane. It is insane. That's a lot of shit music. But it is something that you pass over. Of course, that you're like that. You're like, oh wow, I really did pass over this record because I didn't like it the first time I heard. Yeah, there's I'm some be, records that it takes like ten times to hear it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, one of those records that's a a banger from our childhood is Woo Ha by Busta Rhymes. Yeah. When I first heard that record, I didn't yeah. know how I felt about it. But then the more I listened to it, I was like, oh my God, this record's amazing. Busta got you all in check. Yeah, so with that being said, yeah, I might lose out on a couple of things that I'm not feeling because I've, I've done that before. And I've been at a club and been like, right. whoa, that song's sick. Or it sounds it's better something loud. I passed out. Or I passed out. Oh yeah, or it could sound totally different in a nightclub right, than it right. does your earbuds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, true. So Dre ends this with shout out to T Pain. Um, he did it, left a comment on his Instagram. It says, "I'm here laughing my fucking ass off at his rant, but he's right. I know the exact feeling what you're saying." So Dre must hear the same stuff over, over and over and over. But and you over. notice who Dre signs like co-signs like Kendrick Lamar and that kind. Right, right. What was that kind? Uh, his name's Con. Oh, sorry, guys. Conroy or something like that. I can't remember. Wait, signed. Yeah, but it's like he wants those like somebody like uh, Anderson Park and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. Different, different artist. He doesn't want everybody to sound the same. So basically, Conrad's like uh, or Conroy, whatever his name is, was like. Uh, I mean, he signed so many. Uh, I mean, like. Just his current acts at Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, I mean, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Park, yeah. Right now. I mean, dude, he's had so many people. Yeah, but he likes sticking to that different sound. Like, Kendrick don't sound like anybody from the West Coast, really. How many acts that he's had on Aftermath? 50 Cent, Bishop Lamont, Buster Rhymes, Don Robinson, Dion, oh, yeah, Eve, right. Gage, Aftermath. Group Therapy, Hayes, yeah. Hitman, Joel T. Group Therapy was on... Justice King T, Marsha Ambrosia, Raekwon, Rakim, 
Slim, the mobs, the stack hole, the firm, wow. the game, truth hurts. Wow. That's oh, that just Truth Hurts them. record used to hit. Oh, Remember that? So like serious. that Indian record that yeah. they sampled? Yeah, yeah. That's a jam right there. That's the joint. That's the jam. Turn that shit up. up. That's an old uh, Black Eyed Peas record. Shout out. My <laughs> I used to be on tour with, uh, what is not Will I Am, the other one. Who, <laughs> Apple the Apple? No, the other one. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, no one cares. <laughs> Call you on a little story time action. Yeah, let's go. Around I'm failing kids. here. It's yeah, story yeah. Time taboo. Uncle Jeff. Taboo. Shout out to Taboo. The names have been left out to protect the guilty. Now, here's a little story I got to tell. <laughs> it's been a long day for me, guys. Please, like I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm, I'm really struggling. I, I mean, I'm full pack day, so it's been a lot. So uh, I apologize for my brain farts. But... Let's get back to things. Jeff, always in the club. I've seen so many things over the years. I have. And it's now story time with Uncle Jeff, man. Let's go. So this story time is the time the morning show host in Boston had a rough night. So this is going back before kind of serious XM and before kind of. Oh, we're going back to traditional radio. We're going to traditional radio. So there was two major, major stations. But you'd have you'd at, you'd have syndication through morning shows though. Sometimes no, not, not 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 these ones per- in Boston. No, these ones were the top two in Boston. There was oh, okay. one that's this guy's actually still going on. He's on a different station now. And then the other one, the top one from Boston was Kiss One Hundred Eight. Actually, maybe nationally with with. Um, Maddie in the morning and, and Billy Costa. This is not a story about them. This is the other station. You can guess it real easy with the other. It was the hip hop station in Boston. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not familiar with Boston. So it was the morning show guy, and he was the head of the morning show. Dealt with him a few times. Great guy. Um, and he was hosting one of our nights. Is he a local guy? Or is he like an import from radio? It's a great question. But ever since probably I was like, he's been in radio. As long, probably thirty years that I've known. So, I don't think he's from here, but well, he is now. Well, he's now, yeah. <laughs> so he comes to the club and he's hosting that night. But I know that he was on the radio at like four or five in the morning. So this guy's had like a long day. So he starts drinking. He's getting after it, whatever. Getting mm-hmm. after it. I see he's hosting. And I see him on the mic and he's saying stuff on the mic and then he's like saying stuff on the mic that. Oh, at the club, like he's hosting the he's night. He's hosting the night, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's actually hosting the night, he's so that the night. he okay. Drinking in and after it, hosting the night, and all of a sudden, I he goes back to his table wherever he's at. He says some ridiculous things. I'm like, not nothing like crazy, crazy, but just like stuff that he wouldn't say on the radio. So I see him at his table, and he's like nodding off. I'm like, oh man, this guy's gonna be like lit. <laughs> yeah. So we had this thing in the back of the club. Shout out to Rumor Venue. It was a place called the, we used to call it the Drunk Tank. It was like, we're, we're like, it wasn't, it was just like a little room <laughs> off to the side so where people were like, if they it's were like, just put, that's like the penalty box. It's a, exactly what it was. It was a penalty box. Like, let's get him some water, sit him in the drunk that's tank. That's good before you, know, you have before, yeah. try to sober him up before you get him out the door. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's really smart. So, little holding area. He, go, he goes back there and he's passing out. And I know like how he's getting a ride home. But he also told me that he's meeting up with this UFC fighter later at the club. This is early in the night. He told me to meet up with the UFC fighter. And the UFC fighter's coming to the club. Watch out. The UFC fighter comes in the club and he's like, where is this guy? 
And I'm like, he's had a rough night. He's like in the drunk tank. <laughs> yeah, oh, you had he's to like, say that. You, the fact that you had to explain that is well, so yeah. embarrassing for that dude. Sorry, your guy's not here. Uh, he's a little drunk. So he's like, no, let me go see him. So I'm like, oh, all right, fine. Let me see this. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I'll take him home. He's like, I know where he lives. So we go to the, we go to the drunk tank, and and the dude is pat, like full passed out. Full pass embarrassing. So was this older gentleman? Yeah, yeah. He shouldn't be passed out at a club. No, age, no, right? Yeah, okay. I mean he must have been so exhausted and drank too much, whatever. So the UFC guy takes out his phone and starts taking selfies with himself. Oh my god! And the guy passed amazing. out. Oh. So, oh my god! So he's like doing that. He's like. I'm supposed to be on the show next week, and I can't wait to go on the show oh and show him the pictures. Like, I'm not going to send the pictures. So then he, <laughs> he like autographed his like neck or something like ridiculous. And the next day, like, and we finally got him out of there. It actually his other the UFC guy didn't drive him home. It was an, another co-host. Oh my god, that's amazing! Him, drove him home. He wakes up the next day with so the, the autograph on autograph his neck. <laughs> But so the thing is, the UFC fighter goes on the show. He's like, you know, fighting next week, and he's like to the the host. He's like, do you remember this? And pulls out on air the picture of him passed out oh with God, the UFC fighter and like taking a selfie with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since then, the guy has never ever been to a club after that or hosted a club after that. That's insane. And that's like ten years ago. Wow. So uh, yeah, shout out to that uh, to that host. He's still on the radio now, but. Uh, that was the time the radio host got too drunk. Amazing, bro. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I gotta say, I've been in a lot of fucked up situations, but being dragged out of the club drunk is definitely not one of the things that I think I've ever done. Well, maybe once in Vegas. But I had security with me that day. There's a couple of times I've been told to go home. <laughs> in a nice way. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like when the bartender's like, Jeff, I think you had enough. Jeff, you're working tonight. Just go home. I'm like, all right. Time to clock out, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh oh. This just in <laughs> breaking news from the Positive News Network. It's your host, Jeff London. London. The PNN. Don't look. That was bad luck. That's all right. It's only on YouTube. Everybody watch YouTube. No. What's the positive news for this week, sir? So there's this crazy thing going on in Singapore. So they have a huge, huge emission, uh, like emissions problem. It's like the it's like the nation's number one in the biggest carbon dioxide it's more emitters. Than India, yeah. like that's crazy. No, per capita. So India, oh, okay. India has like 80 billion people, so definitely more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what they did is they have lots of waterways there and they put these floating solar panels on top like I'd love to see that it's 45 football 45 football, football fields like long yeah I mean it's like so like 122,000 I see what it says football pitches so we're talking about like American like like football not American football we're talking about soccer talking about soccer yes that's crazy which I think is big, has to be bigger than a football. Way field. bigger than a oh, football. Yeah. Way bigger football. So this is crazy. It's definitely that. wider. It's definitely longer. That's what she said. One hundred and twenty-two thousand solar panels long. That's insane. So it's actively operated by 
drones that move no these, way. that move these panels, and they're saying it saves it's so much energy that it saves. I think every day it's like seven thousand cars worth of energy every That's day. Insane. It's so crazy to watch. You got to check it out, though. I think Google we, it. It is the craziest thing you've ever seen, dude. Why don't we do more of that? Like it's like solar why, energy. Yeah, dude. It's like obviously working. I don't know because of jobs. I, I don't know if it's if it's because it takes a lot of what sunlight. No, no, to make these to make oh, the solar panels, yeah, that it solar takes, panels, yeah, that yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. so much energy. It's like recycling, like some oh, you people take say, energy to make something and to, to yeah, put it into something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right you're to right. recycle, it takes more energy than to use. You know, like kind of that stuff. I thought you were so. gonna say something about Bezos. Oh, the guy just shooting to the <laughs> shooting to uh, space. Yeah, and Richard uh, Branson did it like last week too. I know he beat him to it. But there are two different things. I think. I think they're trying not to compare apples to oranges. That's my. That's my good word to go to. Apples yeah. to oranges. Yeah, I say that a lot. You do. Sweet. What's your favorite fruit? Apples and oranges. Um, strawberries. Really? Yeah. Of any fruit, you chose strawberries. Yeah. Or blueberries. No pineapple. No mango. No. No like exotic fruit. He just went star fruit. Let's see. All right, now again somewhere. <laughs> strawberries. Strawberries are delicious but just, Out of all fruit in the world You just said strawberries That's why I make my smoothies in the morning A Strawberry smoothie is a good smoothie <laughs> It's probably the best one yeah. you can get Yeah Well on that note <laughs> <laughs> Check yeah. us out And get out of our merch We got new merch coming out It's being designed right now Bignightshop.com Yeah we're in the works of bringing some more <laughs> Our merch fire! is going to be fire So you can find Jason at Jason Smith Music on, on on Instagram. And you can find me at Jeff London underscore on Instagram. And you can find us at I'm the promoter. He's the DJ on our IG. Hit us up. Hit us up. Thank you for your support. Appreciate Shout out it. My guys. Everybody on the team. Shout out Hurley. Hurley. Peace. Peace. Okay. I'm reloaded. Jeff London. DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain. When the sun